Let's progress while I'm in the same spot If there's no child left behind Well I guess it's so much for that And in fact, may this thing of ours never fall apart Fuck money man, I'd rather get their cards Like I'm challenging Moses, I make way and move apart From what they envision, they vision lacking from afar Experience the best teacher Slow it down before the devil greet you Or angel meet you These verses are drawn pictures In between these similes Hello everybody um, Hopefully you enjoyed that track That was uh, New Track City The Wants by uh, this group in Seattle, uh, New Track City. Uh, you can find them on on NewTrackCity.com, on Facebook uh, at New Track City, SoundCloud at New Track City, and the album to look for is Spring Exceeds Winter. Uh, great bang, great people to listen to. Um, and today's podcast, uh, I don't have Sebastian with me, but I have my good friend Frank, and uh, we're just going to talk about some stuff, so... Uh, Thank you for joining us. Uh-oh. Okay, see now okay, now we're sure it's working. Alright. Okay, Frank, what's going on? How's it going? It's going. I like I'm trying to figure out. What else has like been going on news or shit? Just 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 more shit to talk about. I guess if anything, we can always start off with uh, like we were just saying, China just changed its rule. Now, yeah. all right. So now it's gonna be actually. Do are they imposing a limit? Do you know or or is it is it two children? Well, it appears to be, according to CNN, that it will be a uh, two child. A two children policy rule now, uh, where you can start uh, conceiving today. Well, actually, supposedly it started <laughs> Thursday, but according to CNN, as quick as oh, possible, few have actually seemed to rush to the bedroom. So, um, dude, that country's full, man. It's crazy because you know, um, just so, several quotes from CNN. For example, Wendy Zhang, a 33 year old pharmacist in Xi'an, and I hope Xi'an. I'm pronouncing that correctly um, <laughs> i want to have a second child but i won't said wendy we both have to work so no one would have time to take care of it, of our children and our life would be too stressful that makes but, the most sense that being said i mean it's <laughs> the same that goes in, in the united states i mean it sounds I, sensible it's, it's not just happening in the united states but everywhere where um the workforce has changed dramatically i mean more women are entering the workforce. More women are pursuing academic careers, going for their masters, PhDs, MBAs, and well, it's, uh, the country's different now, you know. Especially, I mean, especially since they they started the rule, right? Obviously, mm. it's like, been thirty five years that they've had the one child policy. So that's and that's the reason they they did it because they started seeing issues with it, right? They're they're losing a lot of their workforce. So I wonder. I wonder if at this point it's like I was reading somewhere else that the article thing said it was like too little, too late. Like I wonder if that's really true. Yeah, one of the um, people that have been quoted on CNN had said that it's too late to have a second or third child. I mean, I wanted a child back in the 1980s when it was much cheaper to raise a child. Now it's much more expensive. Food. <laughs> And education and in that country, housing. Uh, it, they they have a huge, um, like disparate, um, just 
what is it, uh, living, uh, like, there's a, I can't even think of the word right now, but they, there, there's a separate, there's obviously a lot of a separation from like a high class, middle class, right, and low class, yes. and there's a very large lower class, right? There, there's certainly a, a wide gap between the, the worst, uh, the wealthy and the yeah. working class. This, guy, this guy's got work I mean, for days. You, you have see, you the rural, um, you know, farm workers, and then you have those that work in the city and I gotta tell you, even those who work in the city aren't making much compared to, well, relatively speaking, in, in U.S. dollars. Wait, since we didn't even say this at the beginning, obviously this is Stevens talking, and uh, we have a guest today. Unfortunately, Sebastian can't be here, but we have a guest today, a great friend from childhood, Frank Sifuentes, How's it going, uh, uh, lady killer. <laughs> uh, uh, I wouldn't say that. This all-around good-looking guy. This just. Drop yes. dead, apparently. You can hear my. You hear the silky tones through you my hear through the voice. Oh man, it's sultry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, but let's cut that part out. Um, well, like Steven said, we've been friends oh, we for a very cut, long we, time. We, we, we have family uh, just now. So you know, we can't cut anything out. Everything is live. Oh, that's a, that's a horrible thing. It's live. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, just a little bit about me. Um, Some background. I've known Steven since seventh grade now, and Shit, um, we moved out out of New York right after middle school. Uh, he moved to Florida. I moved to New Jersey. It sucked. Uh, and uh, just almost three years ago, I moved to Seattle to pursue a career in labor relations. And now I'm here in Seattle, and now it's Stevens who joined me just last year. Oh, and I'm having a great time, sir. I am uh, getting weed delivered to me. I'm getting edibles delivered to me. It's It's been quite amazing. This is a very, very great state. That's part of our country here. And um, But, uh, wow. It, you know what? Now that I think about it, it has been a long time since you know, like we've been like just hanging out. Yeah. And we've known each other. Holy shit. And uh, it's funny because one of the things that I mentioned to you to move to Seattle was, dude, Weed is legal here. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Because you don't get it until, like, you lived in, like, a different area. But, you know, if we were smoking in Florida, I was freaking out all the time. No matter where I was smoking. And I I would smoke in, I would smoke in my car, on drives. I would, it would just be random places. But I'd always be freaking out. Like, oh, my God, something's going to happen. I don't have that kind of thought here anymore. It's really cool. Funny thing it is, is that, so cool. Funny thing is that the city still finds it. Clearly unlawful for you to smoke outside in public. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. While you're driving, clearly it's driving under the influence, or, or uh, the only time you can really enjoy this smoke is if you're in your privacy of your own home. If you have your own home. And exactly, and that's not in your <sighs> apartment or anything like that, because you clearly don't own that. But, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I guess I, I, I understand a lot of the rules for it. You know, like it's the same way you treat cigarettes. I mean, except for you know, and not being able to walk around outside of it. But you know, usually if you're like smoking, most likely you won't be outside. So I, you know, I, and it's one of those things that it's just not enforced. You know, obviously, it's mm-hmm. one of like why why waste the time doing it? But yeah, eh, it's gonna happen. Did you see that Bernie Sanders just uh, introduced a bill? No, what, what to the change bill? to change? Um, uh, you know, right now. Weed is like a Schedule uh, 2 drug, if I'm not mistaken. And he wants to completely change it to where it's not even... I, I believe to where um, either it would be not as high 
or it would be removed completely. And I think it, I think it should be that way because oh, of course, yeah, definitely. We have alcohol that's drugging that's led to much many uh, many more deaths more than a hundred thousand a year than deaths. marijuana has ever. And that's not <laughs> even counting cigarettes, obviously. Including cigarettes, it's another one too. Oh god, the two worst drugs that can harm your body are legally allowed to be purchased, sold, and taxed. And taxed. <laughs> obviously, and it's like big business. But I don't know, man. It's one of those things that's going to change. Obviously, you know it's going to change because it does so well. Uh, people are making so much money off of it in Colorado. Uh, Oregon is another state now. Uh, Washington. Like, it, the way you can tax Al- it and the way you're making money, it's just it's crazy. And Alaska's got it too now, I think. Is it really Alaska? Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. So it's getting there. I mean, state by state, you know, marijuana is going to be legalized. Yeah, most likely. I mean, there's just no way, no reason for it. All those old misconceptions and myths are starting to go out anyway. So, you know, screw it. I'm kind of excited now. Which reminds me, there's a movie that I need to watch that I haven't watched yet. It's called Reefer Madness. The one from the fifth, the old one. Yeah, this whole anti, <laughs> you know, anti-marijuana propaganda. Yeah, <laughs> you know, reefer is bad for you. That's it. Right. Will destroy your life. <laughs> There's a play on it supposedly. That's is it really? It's out in Seattle right now. Um, that's I actually kind of want to watch it now. Um, I watch and watch. I'll also watch the movie. What is it? Um, I don't know. I I still have to find some more information on it, but. Reefer Madness is apparently playing at the Seattle Musical Theater. Seattle Musical Theater. You know what is coming uh, um, soon? Uh, the Book of Mormon. To Seattle? Yeah, it's going to be at the... I'm not sure if it's a more theater, but one, one of those theaters. Yeah. You know, that's in that conglomerate, mm-hmm. conglomeration of theaters. It's coming. January. That's I great. I was going to tell you about it today. We should get tickets for that. Yeah, it's it's by the creators of South Park, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I heard it's amazing. Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Oh my god, it's probably been running for maybe three years, and all I've ever heard about is good stuff. Um, but let's see. Uh, well, I know I, obviously Frank can talk about uh, all the work he's done, and uh, that's obviously something we want to get into because it's pretty important. I'd yeah. say. you know, uh, he's out there working towards you know better living for people, obviously. And that's actually pretty cool. So my job yeah, is... Explain it to everyone. Yeah, uh, please. I am a union organizer, and uh, one of my main responsibilities is to organize non-union workers well, to join a union. Um, and historically, you know that unions have been to improve, defend, raise the standards of conditions of work. Yeah. Terms and conditions of work, improving wages... Uh, making sure every employee is treated with respect, sure, uh, making sure that employees uh, start earning living wages. And um, it all started back in the 1930s uh, after the Great Depression. You know, this FDR. Kind of deep. Look at that. FDR he had signed <laughs> the Taft-Hartley Act to give employees the right to unionize and also the right to not unionize at all. Uh, and that is all in an effort to balance the power between employees and employers uh as we all know or i hope that many of you know is that corporations have huge leverage on employees i mean they set wages and conditions of work and and it's 
unions that have been there to actually defend them. And well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it happens on both sides. You know, you're always going to have either a corporation and most of the corporations that we, if I mean, honestly, the most of the corporations we know of have a lot of money and they use it to influence a lot of ways. But a lot of people have painted a bad picture of unions itself. Oh, yeah. Too. You know, and I, I would imagine that's got to be a big thing you guys are always dealing with. Oh, for sure. Um, since the 1950s, you know, 1950s when unionization, rate, unionization rates were at its highest, and then it's just slowly have decreased, um, many to some of the bad things that some unions have given uh, to the, to its meaning. And Well, just like anything, you're always going to have extremes on both sides, right? Corporations, so, you know, businesses is always have always, you know, Frowned upon it, yeah, and pushed, pushed to against have it. No unions representing their employees. There's been uh, major improvements in human the human resources department that you know was formerly known as the personnel department. They they're now you know human resources department. They have so many functions and they they can function as a business partner, mm. which I think has allowed these corporations to um, take advantage of. Th- some would say, yeah, yeah, take advantage and and to improve its business processes and really haven't had to need an em- a labor organization to represent its employees because it's already treating them really well. We know better wages, benefits, you know, tangible benefits, and, and just some other things, you know, health care and all yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. No, yeah, that makes sense. And uh, just now, so part of my job right now is, you know, it's organizing non-union workers, and uh, there's a particular division of workers that I'm working on, security officers in the city of Seattle. And uh, I got to say, there's definitely uh, some challenges out there. Uh, and a lot of one of the main challenges fighting is apathy. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I and, can uh, imagine and just that. Ignorance, really. Uh, a lot of people out there in this particular field, especially in this particular company, uh, security contractor that I'm, I'm organizing is a lot of the workforce are uh, young adults. Yeah, and, okay. uh, yeah, it makes sense, of course. And a lot of them are part-time students or full-time students and just doing part-time work uh and they know that uh because of the money the er, the wages that they're earning they don't necessarily want or need they feel like they don't they think that they don't need a union but what they don't see is the bigger picture which is uh having this union representation is a benefit to all not just one person well i think i think it just gets convoluted especially on both sides like like um, when you say corporation, everyone immediately thinks of something bad. Same thing with the union. I imagine that it just become it's become one of these things that you you hear it and you immediately have a preconceived thought about it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, same way uh, people use like the word drugs or or anything like it. Especially when you can say you know drugs is is anything. You know, coffee, cigarettes, alcohol. Everything, you know, all these things are basically drugs. Everything gets lumped together, and mm-hmm. it becomes a word that's, like, really incredibly charged. And I imagine that's usually what happens with the, with these things as well. But, um, no, I, and I remember you've been going out and, like, just working hard for this, especially for the $15 an hour for a lot of these people that are working. Yeah, here in Seattle, I was uh, part of a campaign to organize college students, high school students, to start seeing that a minimum wage needs to be higher uh, because when you get out of school the, the chances of you getting you know establishing your career right away with with the job 
are not exactly high. Uh, no, yeah, of course. That's it's the reality of it. It's competition everywhere. You, you're going to have to, uh, if you haven't done any internships, you know, you're gonna, your first job out of college is not going to be the job that you want, and you're going to have to work toward it. And so a lot of people tend to find themselves with a bachelor's degree and working a minimum wage job. And for those in Seattle, uh, they're very fortunate enough that they're earning um, – Eleven dollars an hour minimum wage right now. With starting January first, January first, two thousand sixteen, it's going up to thirteen dollars an hour. So, <laughs> where there's other parts of the country, for example, that are still at the federal minimum wage and they don't have a state minimum wage that's higher, or even a, or even any of their municipalities or cities that have higher wages, higher minimum wages, and they're earning eight fifty, I believe. But Dude, and you know how hard it is it's to even... less than nine dollars. Yeah, and you know how hard it is to even live off fifteen bucks. Fifteen bucks is hard enough as it is. Mm-hmm. In the city of Seattle, you must be earning somewhere between twenty to twenty-four dollars an hour to to be able to afford a one-bedroom apartment in the city of Seattle. And just in the past few years, the cost of living has gone up. Uh, and for there's many reasons for that. A lot of people are saying that it's the uh, the tech industry that is booming, bringing a lot of workers. And to you're, the city you're of always gonna get that, yeah. Um, that makes sense. Rent is going up. Prices for a lot of different things are going up. You know, just income inequality, people moving in, mm-hmm. people getting kicked out. Well, not getting kicked out, but obviously not being able to afford to live in certain areas. That makes the most sense, dude. I don't know. Like, there's like so much shit. It feels like. It's got to be worked on, and I wonder if 2016 is going to be, you know, it's going to be the year that shit changes in some way, or if we're just going to see something crazy happen. Right now, uh, I think it looks like Donald Trump was kicked off uh, the lead. Ben Carson's in the lead. Oh, that's great. Well, not necessarily great, but <laughs> it's, it's time that Donald Trump started... Losing some steam? Losing some steam. I, I think all of this has been just uh, hype. Really, you think so? I think it's because of his money, um, his personality, his business approach. I mean, uh, I'm not saying that I'm condoning the guy, but a lot of the shit he's saying is rattling some feathers, and maybe that's a lot of that of what he's saying is still hitting people in some way, right? Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that at least he's not acting like everyone else. He's not acting like a politician. And it's and it's at least showing us like th- like this peek behind the curtain of everything that we already know goes on. We know there's corruption in government. Mm-hmm. We know things aren't aren't working the way they should be working. I mean, does it suck that we have to have this guy kind of throwing it all out there? Yeah, I guess. But screw it. So at some point, change has got to come from somewhere, right? Exactly. And I'm and I'm hoping, and that's the thing that bothers me too. Like, it's happening on both sides, right? The Republicans obviously are infighting with each other, and the Democrats just want to push anyone in that ha- that is a Democrat. You know, it doesn't matter who it is, and at this point, obviously, it's Hillary. And Trying to push Bernie Sanders out? We'll see. I mean, I've heard already that, um, or I've been reading, too, that uh, it's just not feasible. The way he wants to change stuff, to have, like, the, the rich pay for stuff, it might not be feasible in the long run. I at least applaud the fact that he's pull it, putting stuff out there. And, you know, hopefully it's just one of those things that... I mean, he, he's changed his thoughts on, on things like marijuana, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he, he now he he went from obviously legalizing it to saying, you know what, maybe we should take it out of this, like, Schedule 2 
like drug category and move it somewhere else. Because once that happens, then obviously it becomes it's a federal thing. Then right. it'll be legal everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and, that's, know, and that's a big it deal. It is possible. Yeah, I mean, and, it is and, possible to have to legalize marijuana at the federal level. I mean, Uruguay yeah. is completely legal. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, uh, maybe it's one of those things where his evolution uh, of his like viewpoint has to change over time, and, and I'm fine. I, it's just at least I, I I like this crazy idea that this crazy dude is pushing so hard for this, and he's getting a lot of votes. Yeah, he's yeah, certainly getting exciting. a lot of attention. Oh yeah, and he's reaching out to a, a, a huge number of people. Oh dude, it's huge. everywhere it's in every part of the country. And yeah. what's crazy is that they keep pushing this idea of like, uh, oh, he's a socialist, blah blah blah, and shit like that. But it, they, I forgot who did the the polling, but someone was saying, uh, so they did a polling. They said that people didn't care about that social uh, tag. The, the socialist tag they keep putting the stigma on stigma of having yeah having it's just crazy stuff but i right. as a socialist yeah something 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 lighter something lighter I'm trying to figure out what would be something light to talk about because it's just to- so much doom and gloom <laughs> but dude i've been well, watching on the, the lighter, show. on the lighter side yeah, go I, ahead, go i've ahead. been watching the flash oh my god on, you know, on netflix yeah i've been that. telling Cheryl about that i fucking hate that show why it's just not very good see the thing is that i have not read the comics, so so I can't say I can't say it's amazing. I can say it's bad. It's I, just it's, it's sort sort of predictable. It's though. so CW though. Yeah, yeah. I mean CW, everything that CW throws, <laughs> you can tell right away just from looking at Smallville. Yeah. Um, oh God. Arrow. Dude. Okay, but the hold Flash. up. Hold up. But I think Arrow has probably been the best. I like. I, at least I like Arrow. It's a little more. It's darker. It's not. Well, that's. I don't know if you've seen the new episodes, oh, but that's no, just changing. Oh, no. Well, it's just getting a little lighter because, you know, The Flash gets so many people viewing. You know? Really? Oh, my God. It gets so many people. Like, Supergirl got double what The Flash got. And, in the and first it premiered, episode? Yeah. And Martin that's on, is it on CBS? On CBS? Yeah. Okay. That, that one opened big. You know what's so funny about that, too? Apparently, um, Jeb Bush uh, made a statement. Did you see that? Yes, he was I like, read oh, about kinda, it. She's hot. <laughs> What a fucking creep. <laughs> Just going back real quick what Jeb Bush, didn't he also say that he has much cooler things to do if he wasn't running for president? Yeah, he was talking about it like, no, oh, if it's going to be like this, I don't want to deal mm. with it. Blah, blah, blah. Yo, Marco Rubio <laughs> stumped his ass in the fucking debate I heard. Just smacked him. Right, there was a third... Yeah, well, GOP they had debate? they had the undercard debate. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, the, you know, it was Jeb Bush, Marco Rubio, uh, Lindsey Graham... <laughs> He's gay. What happened to Carly Farina? Farina. Uh, Carly Farina, she's probably still, uh, she's still up there. So she actually, you know, goes on the the bigger debates. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. I didn't hear anything about her. I haven't heard much about her. There hasn't been much bite from the media. Yeah. So it looks like Ben Carson has just pulled the lead. Yeah. And he said some crazy shit, too. Has he? I haven't haven't followed up with him. crazy thoughts. I mean, let's not say anything. He is... Obviously, an incredibly intelligent man. He was one of the first people to separate conjoined twins yes. at the head. And they're both alive. It takes skill. It takes talent. Whatever Dexterity, it is. everything. <laughs> but holy crap. When you say that the world is only 10,000 years old, something's we wrong. We have a long way to go. Oh, dude, there's a blind spot. There's got to be a blind spot in thinking, but... 
<sighs> Jesus. But no, this is what I was telling Cheryl about the fucking Flash. It's just that show is no spectacle. That's what I like about it. Just sh- I wish it was more science-y. I wish it was like throwing more like sci-fi shit out there, which they're doing now mm-hmm. with like the two worlds and shit. I'm really excited about that in season two. But have you, did you ever see uh, season 10 of Smallville? No, I don't think I went that far. You should because literally they waited like season uh, eight and nine. They were like building towards like getting like Justice League and people coming in. Yeah. And then season 10 is just balls to the wall money just getting thrown at every episode. Dude, I cried like five times during that season. (laughs) It is that goddamn good. There's a point where they go into the future like so much shit goes on. The way he, the way they show him fly for the first time, it is fucking crazy. How many seasons did that show go on? Ten. All ten. Oh my god, ten! Oh, wow. When did it end? Uh, it must have been like twenty. Actually, fuck. I, I got right from me. Fuck, I can't even about. remember the last time I watched Smallville. And oh, I, to be honest, the last time I really remembered watching Smallville was back in middle school. I skipped <laughs> everything till the end. I'm telling you, season ten. And that was uh, I think. <sighs> In middle Strong. school, it was like season one. I, yeah, season one started in middle school, of which was back in like 2000. So it started in 01. Yeah. It went from 01 to 06 on the WB. Yeah. And from 06 to 2011, that's when it ended mm-hmm. on the CW. And I'm and I'm telling you, season 10 is just strong. And they still they still continue the show. Right now? This- but in, in like comic book form. Oh. So now he's a wow. Green Lantern. Yeah, it was a really cool uh, cover I saw. That was pretty wow. cool. That's yeah, crazy. I didn't we'll think it was actually going to keep going. There. Yeah, it's like season 11. That's what they call it. It makes me kind of wonder what, at this point, like, what are the actors doing now? Because, I mean... Tom um, Welling? Tom Welling. He oh, hasn't shit. really done much. I, I can't remember anything but Smallville. He's done... Um, Cheaper by a Dozen. Uh, Cheaper by a Dozen. <laughs> He's also done... Uh, I believe it's The Mist or The Fog, something like that, I would say. He hasn't had yeah, too I many think it roles. was a mist, right? Yeah, he hasn't had too many roles. And um, it's crazy because, you know, once you do a show like Smallville or, you know, a show that's been running for so long, these actors are only recognized as the actor from that show. Well, here you go. He did The Fog. You're right. It wasn't a mist. Mm-hmm. Cheaper by the Dozen 2. Okay. Parkland. I'm not sure. Never heard of it. Draft Day. <laughs> uh, oh, it was like, a f- some football movie, I believe. Yeah, Kevin Costner? I was like Kevin Costner. You know, it's crazy though that he also was a football player in, <laughs> in Cheaper by the Dozen, and he also played a football player in Smallville. He got, he's probably got the build for it. It's just easy. And uh, and here it looks like he has a movie that's coming out in 2016 called The Choice, based on a novel, a Nicholas Sparks novel. Okay, so at least he's you know he's still. But he's not the lead. He's still doing work. Yeah, and he's still doing work. It's crazy because uh, there's many actors out there who. Who can't find work, you know, all year long, or you know, if they're doing small projects, well, you know, in the union SAG AFTRA, uh, Screen Actors Guild, ninety four, about ninety four to ninety six percent of members are unemployed at any given time. Oh fuck yeah, man, dude, uh, it's just uh, there's such a small amount of people that I respect as actors. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. a lot of that shit is just. Looking for your 15 minutes of fame and staying in the spotlight, you know, just being a vampire full of shit. But there are some people like Daniel Day Lewis, you don't see that fucker anywhere. Mm-hmm. You don't, he, he just goes, does some crazy shit, learns how to be a boxer for like 
a year to learn for a role and then disappears. Fucking back into the corn where you can't find them. Well, I got to say that I've been listening to several podcasts, Actors Connection and Actors Talk, and I was just listening to this one podcast in particular. I can't recall the episode, but they just said, you know, there's some people out there that are not really looking for the fame. They just want to have work. You know, they, they like to work. They like the craft. Mm. Uh, and they're just finding work in commercials, TV shows, you know, theater, plays, musicals, um, or anything commercial. Uh, and that's all they want to do. They don't. They don't necessarily look for the fifteen dollars. I'm uh, not fifteen dollars. Fifteen minutes. Fifteen <laughs> minutes of fame. Uh, and just you know, that's what they. And I appreciate those actors because they're the ones who are really passionate about their work. Yeah. Someone that work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I see what you mean. Those are the ones that actually push for mm-hmm. for shit, and that makes sense. Like, damn man, it's. Like, like in every job, I, I'd imagine there are, you know, there are good ones and there are bad ones. That's that's true. You know, like, fuck. There's that's people true. out there that have a job just to make ends meet. And there's people out there who have a job to fulfill their, their needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether it's creative or something else, you know. There's certainly people out there who are just want to feel... Fulfilled, successful, mm-hmm. and the successful people—you know—it's—it's it's not measured by money. It's—it's yeah. it's measured by how uh, satisfied or how happy you are with what you're doing, and just really being able to be metacognitive in the point, in the sense where you—you you even know you realize how you felt at a certain at a certain time and knowing oh, how to can change. Can you it. say it again? Metacognitive. Yeah, that is badass. I'm gonna have to remember that. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy because even in, in that industry, um, in my current class right now for acting, you know, they tell us, you know, it's, it's more than 90% of rejection and that less than 10% or so is when you're going to get booked. And you always have to make sure that you don't take it personally because, um, there's a lot of factors that you can't control when it comes to being casted for a show, for a commercial, for a play or a musical, and um, that's one lesson that I've learned the hard way <laughs> and uh, and being told to me today is just uh, got to keep that in mind. And I think that goes with any any anything you want to pursue. Really. Yeah, definitely. Of course. But you know what? I think about it this way. And I'm not sure if um, that's how it is, but I have that out of that, let's say 10 percent that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. How many do you think? like go all in and you see them go in like you know like you're working at a just a workshop and you guys are just training to be actors and just one guy you could just see him get really into it it's like i'm gonna pretend to be a cop oh you just see his, you just see his face change and he starts method acting in the middle of the class like i wonder if that happens a lot oh no definitely there's definitely people out there who have who are more passionate than, than others and i've read also is that it's not even mid season. It wasn't a mid season finale or anything like that. Yeah, of that course. Would, you know, that's where they actually grab you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And in supposedly in the comic book, uh, Glenn is supposed to have a m- much more gory and you know, like his death was much more significant than that than it was portrayed in the show. I can see. It. Yeah, and uh, with such a fan favorite, I doubt that they'd kill him off like that. Hell, they might not even kill him off. They might not because they. I know that the comic, um, that the show has definitely sort of it's weird, away yeah, they from the comic off, book a yeah, little bit. There's certain things. They 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 still bring stuff up, obviously, but mm-hmm. you know it's different. Shit, 
see, that's, I just, I don't know, man. It feels like I don't have much time to get into shit. Like, it's tough. Like, right now I'm watching You're the Worst. You've told me about that show. And it is the best. <laughs> so, t- tell the audience here. Uh, so, You're the Worst is like a show on like FXX. And it's about just these two people who are just terrible for everyone around them. But they seem to be working it out together. And it sounds like such a stupid thing, but... I don't know. I just find this shit funny. And the show seems to be real honest and relatable about shit. And I don't know. I just like it. It's it's who are, who who's part of the cast? Oh, no idea. Everyone is. Everyone's everyone looks new. new. Like, you've yeah, never I've never, never seen, seen any of the show people. before. I, I might have seen like the two chicks, um, the two female. Well, not the female. One of the female leads and the other uh, uh, female supporting character. But I can't tell you from where. And. Mm. But ah, I I'm I'm loving that show and um. Well, there's a lot of shows coming out or movies even, Star Wars for example. Oh man, I have Seen a friend who's like counting down. And he's been <laughs> counting down, I don't know how long, like 577 days. I think he said wow. he's counting. Like, oh, dude, he's been counting. Some people there are pretty committed. Well, and come to find out that they're not allowing people to wear masks. To the movie. To the movies. Why is oh. Because of all the shootings that have been going on. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. Didn't they just shooting every week? Uh, didn't they just sentence the guy who shot all those people in the movie theaters? Uh, the one for the Dark Knight Rises, or yeah, yeah, they did. Uh, Holmes, something Holmes. Don't matter. That guy was an asshole. Fuck him. Yeah. Like, shit, just fuck. I can see that. I don't understand how that shit's happening now either. For uh, straight out of Compton, they had a lot of movie theaters had asked for extra security. Yeah, I heard about that. To, to be at a lot of the theaters, especially well, in, in, that shit was in, racist. in Compton, especially in Compton yeah. and other <laughs> and Englewood and all these other you know neighborhoods that are you know like part of the known, movie <laughs> have known to have a lot of gangs and, oh, fuck. and and crime. The crime rates are much higher than other parts of California, but it's are crazy. You, are you thinking of, like are you think about all those conspiracy theories that people have, like oh they're coming for our guns and all this shit. You know that the the federal government is behind. Oh, they're going to take our guns! Behind all of this, Dad, that's another one. Everyone's thinking like, "Oh, federal government's doing this shit." Or I, mean, I know, I know one dude um, who tells me that he doesn't eat anything anywhere because he thinks there might be stuff in the food. It's like, damn. Like some people like get crazy into stuff, and <sighs> it's just conspiracies that, well, lack. Like, you know what's, what's conspiracy? I won't ever die? Fucking John F. Kennedy. Okay, that, that guy. <laughs> or guess, Tupac. Oh, wait, yeah. No, man, <laughs> Tupac's alive. Tupac is alive. Tupac is alive, man. You know, for all we know, he's probably living in Seattle. He wouldn't live in Seattle. <laughs> no, there's too many people. They see him. They go, Tupac. For one thing, blunt? <laughs> I did not know... Until recently, well, actually, I'm, I've known for a little bit of time, but I didn't know that Bruce Lee had lived in Seattle for quite yeah, some time. Yeah, it's like one of his like places. Yeah, where he opened his first, uh, one of his first, what would you call it, uh, gyms or gym, you know, type, you know, uh, studios, studios, martial arts studios, martial like arts studios, I would say, um, and where he started teaching uh, non. Uh, I don't know what to, I forgot. I went to the exhibit. It's right now at the <laughs> Wing Luke Museum. Museum. It's there. It's been. It's gonna be there for a few weeks. Uh, but he taught, not like, outside of his uh culture. Like he taught students that were outside of his culture. 
So other from other ethnic backgrounds. Okay. And yeah. uh, he had to fight somebody in California to defend that right. Wait, wait, wait what do you mean? So, um, let me look this up because he was uh, told that he couldn't teach uh, other ethnic background students. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. Like he couldn't. Okay. And so he had to fight for that uh, because there was, there was another. Uh, person who also practiced that particular set of martial arts, and they had rules, right? On who you can teach and you couldn't teach it. I think really I remember protested somewhere. against Bruce Lee teaching that to people who, were who weren't like Asian. Culture. Yes, uh, and Dicks. it's ridiculous how he had to do that. But you know, he broke barriers, racism. I mean, coming to Seattle, you know, he was he was born in San Francisco, I believe, yeah, California. He was American. And American. then he moved to Seattle where he met his wife while he was a student there. Dude, uh, I think oh, at the University of Washington, actually. Hold and, up, because I got I to gotta show you this. I don't know if you've seen this. But yeah, he's he's big. He's big in Seattle. Yeah, his grave and his son, Brandon Lee, I believe, are at the uh, Volunteer Park. Have you ever seen Way of the Dragon? No, but uh, that's the one that includes the fight with Chuck Norris. Let me see. Let me see if I can... Uh... I can find the fight. Yeah, it's the fight between Chuck Norris and Bruce Lee. Which, right here, right here. Right. Which uh, includes the, the kittens. <laughs> is this the one of the kittens? Where... Yeah, well, this one, well, this is the Coliseum. Apparently, a lot of people, like, a lot of, like, things are in the Coliseum. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, a lot, not a lot of things, cats. A lot of cats are hanging out in the Coliseum. Dude, look at this. Look at this. Ah, look at the kittens. Look at the kittens. <laughs> this is supposed to be a Coliseum, but I'm pretty fucking sure... It's just a, a, a set somewhere. Oh, no, it is a set because if you look at the background, you can clearly tell that it looks, you know, like it was a green screen right there. Right? Yeah. Dude. Look at that. Look at that. Look at just psyching themselves out. Mm-hmm. This is actually pretty badass. Like, uh, No, that's that's a great fight. I actually got a chance to see it again when I was visiting the... the at the exhibit? exhibit? They showed at the exhibit? Yeah, at the Wing Luke Museum in <laughs> International Chinatown. In China <laughs> Dude, come on, man. I want to see some fight. It's pretty badass when they go to the chorus like that. Look at this hairy motherfucker. I know. He's so young. He's champion. Man. World champion. Chuck Norris is a beast. At this te- like day and time, like that point, he had won champions, championships everywhere in Taekwondo. Oh, wow. Black belt, man. He was world champion. And that's so crazy because no one ever thinks about that. Especially because, you know, Texas Ranger. Walker, yeah, Texas Walker Ranger. Texas, yeah. There we go. Fuck. And all this shit that he, he does now. This was a legendary fight scene for sure. Oh, dude, it was a shit. Let's see. Just the way they shot it, too. I mean, they they zoom in, zoom out. Oh, yeah. To portray how dramatic this was. Look at you hear the music too. Oh, look at that. With the fast hands. I know you fast can't speaker. see this right now, but we are watching the. <laughs> yeah, I've already told people. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to see that right there. I'm oh sure my god, yeah, that. we're watching Chuck Norris get his ass. Well, not get his ass kicked. He's actually. Kind of, he just kind of took that his leg. Very part of the show. Very part of the scene. You know, Chuck Norris definitely shows have the upper hand. Do you hear that? You hear that? Oh, yeah, that's he fucking ridiculous. He grabs the chest there. <laughs> fucking cheating, cheating bastard. But you know, you know what? That's cool, man. Oh, that was good. Way of the Dragon. That's a good fucking movie. 
Yeah, and no, I didn't. I didn't, Bruce Lee versus I didn't know that uh, his first TV appearance was uh, the Green Hornet. Yeah, yeah, I, I just found out when I went to go see the exhibit. It's one of the reasons people the hated that. Uh, <laughs> it's one of the people hated that Seth Rogen fucking movie. Yeah, it, it was a terrible job. It did a terrible job. I mean, well, even because... though I love Seth Rogen and and, <laughs> and the other ca- actor, I'm sorry, I can't even. I don't even know what the actor's name was. Who was in the, the remake? Oh, dude, I have no idea either. I'm sorry. Very for- unfortunate. It was Kato. Yeah, the one who played Kato. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that movie wasn't great. It I... didn't do the original justice. Just so, the, just so we can at least... Uh, it only ran for one season, by the way. The, the, Green, the Green Hornet? Yeah, but then they went on and did a lot of comics. Off oh, of well, yeah. they started with the comics. Yeah. The comics started first, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, no. First appearance is radio. Yeah, there we go. Radio program. Mm-hmm. First started as a radio program, then a film series, then television, then comics. Wow, you're right. Yeah. Talking shit out of my ass. Don't listen to me. Oh, and I know there was... Uh, there was a crossover between Green Hornet and Batman. Oh, fuck yeah. That Adam West. That shit. It was amazing. Uh, Jay Chow. Okay, there you go. Jay Chow. Isn't he also a singer? Uh, he might be. Let's find well, out. you know what? I... Taiwanese musician, singer, songwriter, record producer, director, and actor. Oh, this guy's crazy. This guy's like the, the Asian childish Gambino. Well, and Taiwanese. Many other, and many other. Oh, He's well, Taiwanese. Taiwanese. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny, dude. You um, you hear that um? You have you seen the trailer for Batman vs Superman? Yeah, yes, I have. You've shown it to me many, many okay. times. Okay, but <laughs> I was a little let down. But I hate like those scenes in movies where it's like, oh, that's a dream. Like, have you seen, you've seen Man of Steel, right? You've yeah. Seen Man of Steel. All mm-hmm. right. There's an episode of, episode of Man of Steel. There's a part of Man of Steel where uh, uh, Clark is talking to Zod when they're in that field, and then you see like all the the human skulls, and yes. he starts drowning in it. Mm-hmm. I hated that in that movie. Like well, I, ha- I just hate, I hate nightmare sequences in movies like that. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I what about when it was so uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron? Didn't that movie was dumb too? Didn't they have a lot of sort of not dream, but you know. Yeah, they were mind manipulated, mind altering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sequences that showed what their. It took a lot of drugs. Was. Yeah, a lot of acid. Someone spiked the the party with acid. Uh, but no, and then uh, so I, I think it was a, a toy or whatever that uh released it, and it showed um that it's called Nightmare Batman, so it looks like it's just gonna be like one of those nightmares that he has that Batman has. That Superman is too powerful. Like he's imagining, mm. he's he's having a nightmare that Superman has like an army working for him and shit, and then he starts fighting them. Wow! How he got that nightmare? Who knows? But apparently he's just really like tightly wound. And oh he's wow! Very angry. That's crazy. Well, I mean, I can see why. I mean, that shot in the trailer where he's running, where Batman's like Ben Affleck's like running towards that building and shit. Yes, that's from. Uh, from uh, Man of Steel. Man of Steel, yeah, yeah, where he yeah. was in uh, well, Gotham City. Yeah, because, well, no, apparently they're, like, sister cities. So, like, really close to each other. So, when he, you know, when they shot that beam, or when Zod was learning how to control that beam, it, it went ran, right ran through across. Wayne Financial. That's so funny. Let's see. When, is, when is Batman or Superman coming out? March. March 2016. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be some time until then. <sighs> yeah. What but, else is coming out? 
from the Marvel or Civil War or DC universe. We got Civil War. You got Doctor Strange. Um, Aren't they shooting right now for else? Guardians of the Galaxy too? There, yeah, Matthew McConaughey. They offered him a part, and he uh, he turned it down. I don't. They offered him a villain what? role. Actually, I wouldn't mind seeing Matthew McConaughey, but I, I don't know. I can't really picture. Well, him. he they offered him a villain role, so I just think that if anything, they were trying to class it up. Like, I think what's going on now is that Marvel like studios mm-hmm. is now under different management. Like, it used to be controlled by this one guy, who controlled like uh, the the Marvel properties like multimedia properties right. and instead he got relegated to marvel tv like he controls marvel tv mm-hmm. and um somebody else decided, in, in kevin charge. feige who used you know ran marvel before it was bought out was given marvel studios like to work on and like i forget the other guy's name but the guy who used to run it he was very frugal and he didn't want to pay money for anything like that's why okay that's why avengers one and two, Infinity War one and two. Mm-hmm. You know how much they're gonna cost? How much to make? A billion dollars. A billion dollars. A to billion make. dollars. Well, and they're shooting at the same time. It, but it, dude, that's five hundred million each. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, two hundred and fifty million is just for the talent, directors, writers, actors, that shit. Two hundred and fifty million of that money, mm-hmm. and that's why you know that they said you know shit's gonna change. That's why they're gonna swap out Avengers. That way they don't have to. Keep paying, paying people and it keeps ballooning, and you, you, you keep changing up the roster. Yes. Oh my god, and you stop extending contracts. Yeah, because um, you know how much they're spending for Batman vs Superman, or they did spend how much? Four hundred and ten million. Wow, but I think they're. Uh, it's a lot of money to ride on. Sales though. are going to be triple yeah. that. Yeah, but that's a lot. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're right, but that's a lot of money to ride on. Like that's yeah. that. The need for these movies to be a success is just going to get worse. There's going to be a, a huge expecta- high expectations for, well, for these movies. It's going to be just like you know, housing market. Just like every market, it's going to crash because that's a lot of goddamn money. Yeah. So if people don't go imagine the hit that would be. But, well, you know, like right now, like this is the time of the year right now that movies are being released that are expected to flop. Right before the holiday season. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. Cause fuck, and some of them had Star such Wars big, you know, budgets. Watch Star Wars come in and clean up. It's just gonna. They're saying that it might be the first one we to reach two billion. That's crazy. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it, dude. I just wouldn't doubt it. Everything I see, uh, well, I didn't like the last trailer. Oh, uh, what I it was? I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen the last. No, trailer. let me show it to you. Because I got this shit up. Oh man, I'm so glad that I got this thing working. Like, so I can like play stuff here and I can record and stuff. That's great. Yeah. All right, let's see. There's I'm just a... so f- so behind right now because I'm still learning how to edit video. Dude, you did good though. It looks like you did such a good job. Let's see. It's like trailer three. They said it was the last one, so I know that. Trailer three. Mm, one week ago. Oh, this is it. Alright, we're going to be watching Star Wars uh, The Force Awakens. Trailer 3. Trey! Trailer Trey! <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just saying, I just saw, I sent you the link for uh, this Inside Out 
the oh, they're reacting, they were right? Reacting yeah, yeah, to I, the trailer. I have to see it. I have to watch it. I have to watch it now. <laughs> it's just you know, Disney is so lucky. Was that? To have Pixar, and they have the rights to Star Wars, and that's how they were able to do this. They have everything. I just was as as I was watching the trailer for it. The DVD being released for Inside Out that they were reacting to Star Wars. Yeah, I was like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? How did, who, who thought of this? I was like, why did they think of this shit? I wonder if they made people like, hey, fine, we're done with the movie. No, 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 sit down. We need you to animate this. Why? We said so, goddammit, with Disney. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know the shit about this guy, Kyle Ren? No. He's like this, like, ad, like this guy who scours the universe for, for stuff about Vader. Like, he wants to continue the Vader thing. Like, the Vader. Yeah. Uh, Legacy. That'd be great, actually. <laughs> Dude. It's Adam Driver. So the guy from Girls. You seen that movie? Hmm. No, you see While We're Young? No, it's a good movie, by the way. Ben Stiller. He was a... Oh, yeah. I did see While We're Young. Uh, yes. You know that tall dude? Yeah. That guy. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That was the Knights of Ren right there. The dark side. Which someone was telling me that um, the Knights of Ren could be a splinter group that uh, Luke trained. That, that, that's one of the rumors. I was saying, like, wouldn't it be crazy though if the Knights of Ren were actually like secret, like double agents working for Luke? For Luke and for. And uh, yeah, they were in like they were in the Knights of Ren, subverting it. I thought it'd be awesome. Or they're saying that um, Luke could be the bad guy. I I would like to see that actually, just to see where the story goes from there. Right. I don't know. I just I like the other the other one more. The one before this one. More of a mystery in the in the first two. Right? Well, I, I, see, I don't know what to complain about this. I just didn't feel the same way like the other one. It got me with that music. Like, fuck, let me just play a little bit of it just because I love it. Is it this one? I'm pretty sure it was this one. Teaser two. I think it was the second. It's just so quiet and somber. It's like oh. Damn, Frank. It's about to get real. Nice, yeah, music. Proportions, yeah. Oh, no skis. You know, I have to say that sometimes the internet is horrible. Dude, I buy fucking Comcast for some shit. Comcast and CenturyLink are the biggest internet providers here in Seattle, and they do all the, the motherfuckers. Worst, the go to worst. hell. Monopolizing the market of the internet here in the city of Seattle is ridiculous. Take it advantage. Fuck off. Just because they got the money. Look at that. Just had this pissing me off. I had to skip it myself. Piece of shit. Look at that Star Destroyer. Just crashed. I just like the. It's like the. You know, Force is strong in my family. Voice over with the, everything. Luke. My father has My father has it. Has it? He's dead. <laughs> I have it. My sister has it. My sister has it. You have, you have that power too. I want camels to shoot. Oh yeah. I actually just saw the episode in the flash where he was the Joseph. Well, the trickster. The trickster. Yeah. And he's also from the original uh, uh, Flash TV show. That's, that yeah. Oh man, that's why I thought it was so cool. It's so fancy to see that shit. Every time I see him, I just honestly I think of the Joker. Dude, but that's what I mean. 
Think about <laughs> what how many how many people Portrayal can transition from iconic character to something else. You know, not like Tom Welling. Let's be honest, will most likely never live down being CW Super, Superman. Yeah, yeah that's you true. know, like Daniel Craig. He's like every single time he talks about like James Bond, it sounds like he's just fucking over it. Like fuck it, I'm done. And and not a lot of people have a career after their James Bond. Except for Sean Connery. Sean Connery did a good job. Sean Connery. <laughs> I will always just remember him from uh, The Rock. The Rock? With Nicolas Cage. You know, for me, it wasn't even him, but it was... You ever seen those SNL... Uh, I think... Was it SNL or... Or Matt TV. Yeah, it was SNL. No, it was SNL. And it was like Trebek. Oh, the Jeopardy. Yes. Yeah! The Jeopardy <laughs> s- sketches were ridiculous. Let me see if I can find it. I'm sure they have it on Hulu. Just fucking trolling on Alex Trebek the entire time. <laughs> Sean Connery is a shit, though. I gotta say that. More, more <laughs> for the way he spoke. And, and just the same goes for Christopher Walken. God, they're ridiculous. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, let's see. They even have some shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's just hilarious. Celebrity Jeopardy. Before I'd like to apologize to our Asian viewers. We should have known having Chinese history as a category <laughs> would Wolfram lead to got, some highly um, offensive accents from our contestants. Bush, that oh, said, did he had a, he had a, a one-man show too. Too. Yeah. It's yeah, Sean Connery. And I told you that there's a Wolfram-themed at negative three thousand in New York City. Is it real? Let me sit on my face, Trebek. Way too early for that. Oh, but this is for the fourth anniversary. It's not even the same guy, I think. Next, Justin Bieber at negative seventeen thousand. Yeah, um, it's like there hasn't been a lot up here, right? But there's so much in here, and. I just want to get it out, girl. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> no, I want to see the classic shit. Oh, it is the same guy. Just here. Yeah. Little tubby. Yeah, he's <laughs> I did something to your mother with this mouth. Tell me about it. Your mother's a whore. <laughs> nah, dude. Finally, Sean Connery is also here. Let's move on to Double Jeopardy. Why the- <laughs> <laughs> look so fast, Trebek? <laughs> I really thought that was going to work. <laughs> uh, you were wrong, you Montebank. <laughs> pose a conundrum to you. A riddle, if you will. That's I awesome. don't want to hear it. What's the difference between you and a mallard with a cold? One's a sick duck. I can't remember how it ends, but your mother's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, <laughs> Oh man, what is Will Ferrell doing nowadays? What is, what is the ESPN? Wonderful. He's doing, uh, the last one like I crazy. saw was Get Get Hard with. Uh, no, no, but he's been doing a lot of shit. Like, uh, he had that uh, Lifetime movie. Oh yeah. I which is actually <laughs> pretty funny. Is it? <laughs> I kind of didn't expect that from Dude, Lifetime, but because it's, it's playing so straight, it's Kristen Wiig too. It's played so straight. It's actually pretty funny. Like, he got a lot of shit. For being bad, but I think like that was the. That's point. what I heard. I mostly heard that oh, it, was, it, it didn't do so well, but. But uh, I, I definitely watch it just because it's Will, Will Ferrell. He's been doing a bunch of shit though. Like um, he just did an HBO like documentary, 
we played for like seven, seven yeah, or nine for teams. Yeah, a bunch of baseball teams. Right? Yeah, like seven or nine teams in one day. <laughs> and he, I think it was one day. He flew I don't think he, I, really, for one day? Uh, I don't think that's possible. Let's seven see. teams? I would say maybe in several weeks. Let's see. He did it. He did. Um, what was it? Wow, Zoolander two. I'm pretty excited for that. That's right what now. I'm waiting for. That's gonna be good, right? Zoolander two. A deadly adoption. That was good. Oh, dude, come on! No, no, no. it's gonna, it's gonna kick my ass now. I can't figure it out. That was, that was also really good. Wait, the cowbell? Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I gotta watch that. <laughs> he wore cowbell. Oh, you see the George W. Bush, one man show. You're yeah. welcome, America. There we go. Yeah, uh, you got uh, an award for that. Okay, okay. Oh, oh, here it is. Okay. okay. He played, uh, okay, uh, Pharrell played f- in five games of MLB spring training on March 20, uh, 12, 20, uh, 2015 as part of promoting a funnier die comedy special. He played for the Arizona Diamondbacks, Los Angeles Angels, Los Angeles Dodgers, San Diego Padres, Cincinnati Reds, Oakland Athletics, Seattle Mariners, Chicago Cubs. Chicago White Sox and the San Francisco Giants playing all 10 positions, including designated hitter. According to baseball reference, Pharrell faced and retired one batter pitching on behalf of the Los Angeles Dodgers, who then traded him to the San Diego, uh, San Diego Pedros. The memorabilia from his one-day professional baseball career is to be sold at auction and the proceeds being sent to two cancer charities. I, it's, I'm telling you, yeah, it was during I the day. I haven't seen it, but it was I during the one it. day. That's crazy. He did it all through one day. Yeah, it was funny. Well, I didn't, I didn't watch it, but you know it's just funny. He just does crazy shit. Like he's got another movie coming out, um, with uh, with uh, Mark Wahlberg, which you know I'm excited for of that fucking you'd watch movie. It. Oh man! But it's uh, directed by Sean Andrews, and let's see who directed uh, the other guys. The other guys, Adam McKay. Okay. So I don't think they're doing the same thing, but oh man, I just I think those two make a great combo really though dude this shit but i just i don't know it just you know i i just love that movie man you, you know, know every just line shit. of oh, that movie man if you i could watch it right hint. now i would, <laughs> I would watch I it i think i get your hint you definitely want to watch the other guys okay i see what's going on basically saying that we should just stop everything and just watch the this other guys. entire episode has been <laughs> leading up to <laughs> the other guys the other guys <laughs> will ferrell mark Wahlberg. You Dude, gotta watch the I, other guys. I alone will be pushing DVD sales for this movie <laughs> till I die. Okay, I don't you're care how outdated. Was, you're the guy that was on the street selling bootleg copies oh, of care. the other guys. No, I'm not even selling it. I'm giving it away for free. I'm like, <laughs> you guys have to watch this movie. You know, I can't afford Blu-ray because that's just expensive to buy you a, get a, this a for. But... DVD copy with a free hug as well. <laughs> just to thank you for watching this movie. If you listen to the podcast, I send you a copy. <laughs> okay, just uh, just visit www.theotherguysbystevens.com <laughs> and you will get a free copy of the other guys. No, which, you know what you gotta do? By Amazon. No, Prime. you know what you gotta do? You just call Paramount Pictures. You tell them that this guy Stevens Rivas is single-handedly pushing sales of this movie. Okay, and they will then get in touch with me to provide you with copies of the other guys. Okay, <laughs> if we all band together and do this, we can get it done, guys. 
and everyone will be much better off for watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay? Just, you got to trust me. Do you know how there's seven, seven wonders in the world? <laughs> or eight or nine? Well, this is the other one. The this extra is, one. This is the tenth one. Okay? <laughs> You know, if Baby Jesus was one of them, he'd be right. He'd be above Baby Jesus' movie. <laughs> okay, the other guys would be right above it. Well, I Frank. Well, I guess you know we should it's probably cut it short right now. Yes, we do. And um, but thank you, and I want you to come back, obviously. And I'm glad we could do this. Actually, like we just did it quick, man. Yeah, we can that do was it like great. What is this? How many? How long? Did we just did an hour? Been? That was an hour. Did we did an hour? We and we didn't talk about a goddamn thing. It was good. I thought this would be was gonna be like half an hour. I didn't think an hour no, passed by that Last that time quick. we did three hours. That is very true. All right, so now a that, three hour episode know. that would never air. Just letting you well, know. Well, you, you know, <laughs> she just got silly that night, man. I, was, I got way too drunk. I think I got that's what it was. I got way. It too was drunk. really late as well. I mean, we were starting to shoot at three a.m. Yeah. Three a.m. We went until six. <laughs> it was a long night. That was so long. But yo, this is great. Uh, obviously, thank you, Frank, for coming by. Um, and I don't know if anywhere, you know, there's already people can reach you, obviously, on Facebook. Of course, you can reach me on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Frank Cifuentes. Slash Frank Ulysses Cifuentes. I did, did you, I'm not entirely is that sure. Really, just, is that really your me. Facebook? <laughs> you will find two profiles of me. One as a page and one as a profile. I'll do. There you go. And if you have so any questions about Frank Cifuentes, I believe. Um, I, but I will come back for another episode. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Frank and back. Maybe uh, soon. Yeah, I I really hope so. I have days off, man. I have days off. You know, it's this is all I want to do. Oh yeah. If I could if I could just record all day, you know, I want to be throwing up a 16 hour podcast. I say I we shit. expect maybe uh, commentary for a movie we'll be watching. I guess that could be the next episode. Oh, dude, we gotta do that. Watching the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, that was coming. That was coming. Oh, God. You know what we really gotta do? What? We gotta, we gotta watch. We gotta watch a movie. Beast of No Nation. Beast of No Nation. We gotta watch Beast of No Nation. That's yeah. especially it is on Netflix. So oh man, and it was from um, the guy who did a uh, uh, True Detective, and it's, his name is always on the tip of my tongue. I just Alba. No, 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 no. Um, the guy who directed True Detective. He um, what is this guy's name? What is this guy's name? Wow, I'm never gonna find it out. It's he, uh, is it Carrie? Carrie Fukunaga? Wow. Okay, Carrie Joji Fukunaga, yeah. Mm -hmm. He, uh, and he fucking directed this movie, and I'm not sure if he, uh, if he wrote it too. Let's see, he directed, and, oh, the screenplay was by him, based on a book by, uh, also called Beast of No Nation, by Uzodima Ayawala. Yeah, there we go. Dude, Oscar buzz like crazy. And for me, Venice uh, International Film Festival. That's the shit. Oh, wow. All right, well, uh, let's awesome. get up out of this, bitch. Obviously, Frank, thank you for coming by. And uh, obviously, thank we're going to have you again. Thank you for inviting me. And we will have another episode soon. All right, thanks a lot, man. Much love.